This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss. Boom. What up? Uh, we're going to go ahead and crown ourselves in our greatness because that's what we do here. So my great thing from yesterday really was, shoot, I just like said it to myself before I got on here. Dang it. Uh... <laughs> just gonna go ahead and laugh at myself. I had a really good one. What was it? Oh, I'm so mad. I had like two. Okay. First, my first one is that I took the garbage and the recycling town. This is two separate days. And so I can't explain to you how insane it is that I can't seem to wrap myself around doing this consistently. Um, but here I am. I'm telling you, I did it. Both things, Monday, Tuesday, both things are out and I'm here for it. I'm just saying, dang it. I really can't remember what my other thing was. <laughs> and it was going to be like, this is what I was practicing before I got on here. Okay, this is my great thing. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to say the great thing that I can't remember. And then I'm going to be like, hey, but don't hate me. I have two. Ding, 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 ding. And then I was going to say the thing about my recycling in my garbage. <laughs> but I can't remember it. Dang it. So guess I won't say it. Fine. That's my great thing. I took down the garbage and the recycling, um, and I'm just saying, there should be monuments erected in tribute, because I can't seem to get it together on this, like, seemingly minute adult behavior, and so when I do do it, I am celebrating. I am. I'm going to celebrate it. I can't help it. It's such a great, huge, big deal. And I know it's like, Hannah, really, this is what you're talking about? Get a life. But I am telling you, I can't get it together on this one. I can't. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing better. I finally did it. I did it. Um, I'm just struggling, okay? Okay? Don't judge me. Don't come on here to judge me, not allowed. That's my great thing. <laughs> if you <laughs> want to share your great thing and celebrate with our community, head on over to nussinc.com. That's where you can find all things the death of a dream. And we're about to get merch, so you could probably find it there too. Just saying. Anyways, head on over there check it out. Check out all the things and share your great thing. I want to celebrate with you. It's going to be a long, long, long week if you have to hear about all my great things because a lot of times they just involve doing seemingly normal human things. So stop boring all of us and share your great thing. Just do it. It's going to be awesome. Okay. We'll go ahead and dive in here. I got dropped some 
brilliant knowledge this morning. I can't. I can't even tell you. I don't even want to. Ugh. It's just, it's disgusting, right? It's, 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 te it's terrible thing. It's terrible when we find knowledge that blows our minds, that like changes our lives. And then we just go, oh, if I had had this when I was 14 or in high school or in college, imagine how it could have changed things for me. And some of the reasons why I started this podcast was because I remember going, mm, I'm going to be so mad, so mad, so very, very mad and disappointed in myself if I wait to do the things I truly want to do until I'm 70 and then I look back at 70 and I go, you dummy, you could have done that when you were 20. You didn't need all of this experience and knowledge and all the things. You could have just started, you big dummy, right? And so I imagine like my gray haired granny self telling myself, you're dumb. And then I just go, I can't do that to myself. I can't. I'm with myself for a long freaking time. And we need to start living for ourselves today. We can't start tomorrow. Today, what are you going to show up for? Because trust me, my 70 year old gray granny self, which I am nearing the gray zone. I'm telling you, I stopped dyeing my hair probably mm, six years ago. Six. And when I stopped, I said, first and foremost, you can't continue to spend this much money on your hair. We have a budget sister, right? It was like right in the middle of my budget crisis. And when the things had to go, that was one of them. And so I was like, fine, I'll just stop dyeing my hair. Now, luckily for me, it was right around the time where ombres were like just fading out, but we were close enough to that movement that people kind of just thought that I was late on the trend and hip. <laughs> I remember people being like, oh, your hair's so cool with that ombre. And I'm like, just too broke to keep dyeing my hair, but thanks. <laughs> Anyways, so I stopped dyeing my hair six years ago. And this color is just all me in its naturalness. This is what I'll tell you about that now. This color. So, the gloriousness that is my natural hair color. I'm totally just kidding. Um, anyways, I've been finding <laughs> gray hairs that are popping up. And it just reminds me that I am going to be gray hair granny sooner than I like to think about. And I don't want to disappoint that woman. I don't, I don't want her to look back and say, sister, you could have done this. What were you waiting for? There's no amount of experience or knowledge or anything. You held yourself back. Why? Why? Right? And so 
trying to set my life up to not disappoint her. I don't want her to be mad at me. She's going to be so fierce. She'll get after me. I don't want her to be disappointed. Right? So, I have been receiving just doses and doses and doses of knowledge um, from this book that I'm on the lunch team for. And I can't even tell you. So yesterday, and I shared this on my Facebook, and I also shared it in our Facebook group. Um, Jen Hatmaker, who is the author of the book that I'm reading, shared a Facebook Live video of herself, and she's talking about all the things. And she's talking about the importance of acknowledging our own reactions. And she goes on to talk about how we have a tendency to just quiet our reactions or not validate them. And then I think back to like all the bazillion conversations that I have about different things. And a lot of times that's where we spend time and work trying to um, create this belief. And I think women have more of a tendency of doing this. Um, trying to acknowledge or create and authenticate the idea that our opinions don't matter, our reactions are not appropriate, right? So, so she says in that video, tell me a time when you've started a conversation like this. I... I felt like my reaction was too crazy or too strong or too whatever, right? And that's us talking down our own beliefs that our opinions and reactions matter. And I think we've built this society where we're supposed to do that, right? Where I was just, I was just too emotional, right? No. Nope. And so that's what she goes on to talk about. Your body serves you. And so everything that goes with it, all the reactions, even the extra ones, here for it, here for those extra reactions, okay? Part of that movement all those things are working for you. Your body knows you, right? Anxiety, anger. Anger is a big one for this gal right here, right? And so when I'm showing up angry and frustrated, that's my body saying, hey, sister, this ain't right. And I think for a long time, I'd just feed myself um, this belief bias that I don't 
I shouldn't be feeling this. This isn't right. Not that this isn't the right space, that I'm not the right person, that I'm just wrong, that I need to just sit down and suck it up and smile, that this is just normal and your reaction is normal, but you just got to get used to it because it's a part of it. Um, And I feel like after watching Jen's kind of feedback on this very topic, that it made me realize that I spend a lot of hours trying to convince myself that my body is wrong, that my reactions are wrong, that I just need to quiet those things down because they're wrong. And what she made me realize today is that your body has your best interest in mind. It knows you. Other people don't know you like your body does, right? And so think of the things that we cover up or mask. Think of what those things are for you, right? For me, they're depression or they're anger and anxiety and I really have been just trying to sit with my anxiety, um, trying to sit with it more to better understand what it is. So this weekend, and it's so weird, right? I'm like trying to to really be in those moments and, and better understand what is making me anxious about these things, And then call it that. Do a better job of recognizing and acknowledging when I go to those spaces. So Friday rolls around and I'm thinking of like the one million things that I want to do this weekend because that's where I live, right? My my weekdays by and large fall to continuing to keep the humans at my... um, command a life. That's what my weeks consist of. And then I shift into weekends and I'm like, okay, now I need to do all the things to better keep those humans alive during the week, but still be able to be myself and repeat. That's all. And so this weekend came up and I've really been trying to eliminate the stuff um, so that I can actually use my weekends to do something other than what I should be doing during the week. And so that is why we've gone on this journey to eliminate. So this weekend rolls around and I remember texting my husband, I'm just feeling really anxious about this weekend. And I'm trying, really trying to just call those things out, to allow myself to feel those feelings and to better understand the why behind those feelings. And I think being able to understand why you're feeling something helps you to acknowledge its existence instead of where I used to go, which was just covering up that it was happening, which guess what actually made it flare up worse. You know, like when you're 
you're popping a zit, but it's like one of those deep down ones that you can't really see, but you can feel it and you just want it to be gone. So then you end up like popping it in the mirror for two hours, but you don't get anything but that like clear stuff. And then all of a sudden it's this big, huge mountainous thing, growth, like looking like like I have one right now. My entire like lips feel swollen because I've been working on this thing so hard. But you know when you you do that and then like you try to cover it up. But now like before it was just the redness that you were going to have to cover up, which they make a concealer for that. You're good. Um, But now it's like redness plus mountain and you can't cover mountain. Okay, you can't. You can cover the red. It's not going to look like an inflamed psycho ball of fire, uh, but you can't make depth go away. And so you've done this to yourself now. You must lie with it, good people. It's a mountain. And so think about like anxiety when you're trying to mask that and cover it like, oh, I'm not anxious. Cover, 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 cover. I'm not anxious at all. Tap, 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 tap. You're like living in it. You're like dying. It's killing you slowly. But I'm not anxious. No, I'm good. Let's go for a, a bike ride or something. I'm good. I'm free. Right? So this weekend, that's what I normally would have said to my husband we're just going to go shop, right? And this is literally how my voice sounds when I'm trying to cover up these feelings of inadequacy or like, I shouldn't feel anxious. This is like a free weekend. There's nothing to do. I should just breathe and enjoy it. And so normally that conversation to my husband would sound like, yeah, I'm just really excited. Maybe me and the girls will go shopping or maybe we'll go just hang out. Like, I'm so free and carefree and gorgeous. Aren't you so attracted to this free-spirited woman that you married? We're just going to hang out. I don't know. We don't have plans. And somewhere in there, the reality hits me that, no, I'm feeling super anxious because I have all these things that I want to get done. And... I can't even think straight. Like, I couldn't even write it down on a piece of paper if I wanted to because it was just making me so anxious. And so I I forced myself to live in that moment. First and foremost, I forced myself to acknowledge that I am in an anxious space. Right? I say it out loud to someone. I am in an anxious space. And just acknowledging that it's happening, I think, very much is the first step, right? Because that forces you into a space where you can start overcoming it, right? But when we're masking and covering and pretending like we're the carefree 19-year-old who used to wear a size 2 jeans, Not when I was 19, trust. I had like a freshman 50 that happened. So not the 22-year-old eating disordered size 2 girl who used to just show up on weekends and enjoy her life, maybe go for a run, right? But I wasn't enjoying life, so don't even kid yourself, but it definitely looked that way. Um, But I'm not that person, 
right? And I'm so thankful that I'm not that person because that person couldn't handle what I handle, right? And I can't be that person. Even though sometimes I want my husband to truly believe that I am that person with the, the bleach blonde hair dye and all the time in the world to look, show up and look fierce, right? Like I could crimp my hair for three hours. It could happen. And I could go on a run for five if I wanted to, which I probably did, trust. And I could just sit downstairs and maybe bake up a thing of brownies when he comes over. Because I am domesticated. i got to show you that I'm going to be a good wife, I promise. Right? Except for that's not real wifing. Here to tell you. <laughs> Can't remember the last time that I actually sat down and did my hair for more than five minutes. Um, but you can't keep masking it. Right? And the more that you try, the worse that it gets. Okay? I'm talking like concealer over a mountain. You can't cover it up. You just can't. The anxiety's still happening. You're still tapping. You're still uncomfortable. So my first step is to acknowledge that it's happening. Call it out. Hey, and even if it's just calling it out to yourself, that's still better because it recognizes that you're in this moment instead of covering it up. So anytime that I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed or stressed out. This will happen to me at work when I have a long list of things that I need to do. What I've been um, doing now is acknowledging, hey, Hannah, you're stressed out. What's going on? What are you feeling stressed about? And even just signifying that that's going on allows me to better understand why I'm reacting this way. What happened? What's happening? Why are you feeling this way? And dive in, right? And so that's it. We're going to acknowledge that it's happening. Okay? We can't mask it. We can't. This weekend, I wanted to mask it and I wanted to show up as my cool, calm, collected 22-year-old self to my husband and I couldn't. Hey, Jordan, I'm feeling anxious about this weekend and I don't know why, right? And he doesn't have a good reaction because those are feelings. And by and large, my husband feels way more than I do. Don't tell anybody I told you, but that's the truth, right? And so... I struggle. I struggle to feel things. I've been known as heartless um, and callous and all the things. And hey, don't judge me. I am those things. I really actually suck at processing normal human um, emotions. I'm terrible at it. I'm working on it, right? I'm telling you about it right now. I struggle and so I've been working on actually feeling things, actually allowing myself to feel things, right? Because I think a lot of times we work ourselves into these places where we don't even allow it to happen, or at least I do, and maybe none of you are like me, which bless you. I can't even tell you how happy I am for you, because there's not one person that should have to feel 
like me on any given day. <laughs> it's not good for us. <laughs> so those things, instead of masking them, let's start acknowledging that they're happening. Okay. Then second, acknowledge what's making you feel this way right? And not in an anger space, okay? It's not, hey, I'm feeling anxious. Hey, the world is set up to make me fail and that is why I'm feeling anxious. I want you to acknowledge that the anxiety is happening or whatever that emotion is. Um, and then you can sit in that moment, right? And digest the things that are making you feel this way. And I truly believe that acknowledging that it's happening is a big enough step, right? And I teach this a lot. I teach this um, in the work that I do, but sometimes just acknowledging that you're in that space, right? Calling it out, calling out whatever it is, really is going to help you help key to the person that you're telling that you're struggling, and the reason that I struggle with this is because I need everyone to know that I am a superhuman and I have no emotions or struggles or anything, right? We just talked yesterday about masking and how that can cause you more anxiety than anything. Trying to present yourself as something that's not the reality is going to present conflict. And that's a part of this, right? And trust, like for good portions of my life, I was presenting the beautiful, the perfect, the polished. And this is what I'm going to tell you. Getting past that and acknowledging my reality is so much more freeing than who I was before. Because that, that conflict, I can't explain enough, right? Feeling like a fraud, feeling like you're going to get uncovered, feeling like people are going to know, right? What if they know? What if, what if they find out that I, um, that I secretly eat pounds of food in my car like bad food what if they find out right but they but what they see is that I'm just thin and that I work out and that I do cool posts about being motivated and pushing myself right but what if they see that other person and then you're like living in this paradigm world where people don't really know who you are and that gets scary because every second you may be uncovered, right? You may be presented as a fraud and that's scary. And so the cool thing is when you start calling out these things, when you start calling out what you are, what you're experiencing, what's going on, it actually has the opposite effect. You think that it's going to take down your superhero status. Um, but what I find is it actually, first and foremost, allows people to help you. 
right? Because when you're presenting this person who doesn't need anything because they're perfect, people actually start to hate you for it, right? Because then they're like, hey, she's got everything figured out. That's not really fair. I don't get it. Screw her. Um, and I want people to be able to help you. You can't do it alone. Let me go ahead and say that one for the people in the back of the room. You can't do it alone. You can't stop trying. And I'm saying it more for myself than anyone. And so I struggle so much with emotions and letting people in that I've been working on figuring that out and allowing myself to go to those spaces and then allowing room for other people to help me. But I think, you know, Jen's words today, Jen's words in her book have really helped me to realize that those emotions are your body's reaction to a situation. And we need to start acknowledging that that's a real thing, right? That you're not too extra. That you didn't overreact. And that's how we started, right? So I may have overreacted, but, right? Take out the, I may have overreacted. Because you didn't. Your body is responding in its natural way. What's unnatural is that we, as women, constantly try to talk ourselves back from the feelings that we're feeling, I struggle with this um, just as much as anyone. And I'm the one who has no emotions, right? But the second that I do, I want to talk myself out of feeling those emotions. And so I show up like this. I may have overreacted to the situation. Or, yeah, I think that I'm really just being a dramatic psycho bitch. And I need to calm down. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. No, 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 good sister. Your body, your mind, your reaction is not wrong. Right? That's what Jen made me realize. What's wrong is covering it up. What's wrong is presenting it the way that I just presented it to you. That's what's wrong. Wrong is not acknowledging that you deserve this space, that your body deserves the right to protect you from situations that aren't right for you. Those reactions that you're having are not wrong. You covering them up and presenting them as anything less than what they are is the wrong part. And I want more for us. I do. And so... Your next steps here really are to start acknowledging and calling out your feelings. If you struggle with feelings the way that I do, it's as simple as letting yourself feel that, right? Because what I would do is cover it up, cover it up, cover it up. Then when it comes back out in a week or two, cover it back up, cover it back up. And all of a sudden I've created this mountain and the higher that it gets, the bigger that psycho, crazy, mind-blowing, lose-your-shit moment it is about to be, right? The bigger the geyser, 
because it's going to explode. It's going to. And the more that you pick at the zit, right, the mountain one that isn't really there, but that you can feel, the more that you pick at it, the higher that it gets, the bigger that it gets, the bigger that the zit exploding psycho sensation is about to be. That's what I'm talking about. When we don't call it out and we just cover it up, that's what happens. You can't cover depth. You can't. You can cover the red, but you can't cover the depth. And so it's not even worth trying, right? Call it out. What is it? People can help you. People can help you. You can help yourself, but you can't help yourself if you're masking it and hiding it. Truth. And so your first step really is in just calling out your emotions instead of covering them up. Your body, your mind is built to protect you. And so it is vital that you start listening to what it is telling you, whatever that thing is, right? Start listening to it. Your reaction is not wrong. Well, no, your reaction is not wrong. If that's where your body is leading you, trust it, right? Your body is built for you. It knows you better than anything, okay? Start allowing yourself space there. Stop covering it up. It's built for you. It knows you. It knows all of your experiences. It knows you and the things better than anyone. Start giving it space. So that's the Death of a Dream podcast. You can follow all things The Death of a Dream. Um, We do have a Facebook page. Just search The Death of a Dream and you can find the Facebook page there. I posted the... um, video that I referenced today over there. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, hannah.nuss. And I typically share things related to the show. Yesterday, I had a post on the conflict of hiding yourself um, from others and showing up as something that you're not really experiencing and the conflict that that presents. So you can head over and check that out. You can also head to Nuss inc.com. That's where all things the death of a dream live. So if you want to take part in that, there are some new blogs there. There's all sorts of life stuff happening over there. Head on over, check it out. Do it. Sorry. Not sorry. Uh, (laughs) Go over there. Check it out. As always, you're smart. You're strong. You're beautiful. What are you going to do? change the world.